Hello, everyone, and welcome to Alaska Tracy's podcast, where you can hear inspirational business and marketing tips and tools. Thank you so much for joining, and remember, hit the subscribe button. Thanks, everyone, for joining with me and my special guest. We have Helen McGlynn from the UK here joining us. Welcome, Helen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being on my show. And I, gosh, I just, Helen and I uh, just met, actually. Uh, we are in a course called uh, Tribe together about building membership sites. And I have a membership called Visions to Profits membership community. It's a women's community. And it's based on calmness, clarity, and prosperity. And I theme their content every month for them. And it was the eve of dropping their content into their membership portal. And I was still working on it. And get this, it gets even funnier. The theme was, is structure for the month. My husband was laughing hysterically. He's like, wait, your theme is structure and you're just now doing your... He was like, oh, this is good. And so I reached out to the, the tribe community and asked the people in the community if they could provide insights for you listeners, for you, the community, as well as the membership on how structure really has implemented their businesses and their lives in a positive way. And just what little I know about you, Helen, I'm like dying to hear your story. Oh my gosh, you have so much going on. I do. I do have a lot going on. Yeah. Holy cow. Can you give us a little, well, let's just start. Let's start back when you became an entrepreneur. I think you said like 20 years ago. Yeah. So I left university more or less on the Friday and started working for myself literally on the Monday. So I've, I've, my entire working life, I've been self-employed. I've been working for myself for that whole time. So that is around about 23 years now, something like that. Yeah. Did you have, when you went off on your own, did you create a plan? I think at 23, you don't really plan anything. <laughs> I, I kind of think that, um, I know that definitely at the time, I felt that I would have two really good windows of opportunity in my life to try and create my own business. And the first window would be before I had any responsibility, like a mortgage or children or a husband. And the second opportunity would probably come later in life, once a family had grown up and I was more financially stable. So I'm quite an impatient person. I'm not really someone who likes to wait around for things. So I took the first option and thought, now is as good a time as any before I have all of those responsibilities. So There wasn't really a plan other than I just wanted to give it a go. (laughs) Well, you certainly have. You, I was just looking at all that you have going on. You've got the Baby and Newborn Photography Network and a membership site where you have over 300 members. And then you have the Freedom in Five plan. And you had started another business in March, and you're a mom and a foster mom, which is all on the same. Yeah, I do have a lot going on. And I think that I'm somebody who needs to be busy to feel fulfilled. 
So I enjoy being busy. I enjoy having a really full life. But I also enjoy time with my family and any business that I start or run or I'm involved in needs to allow me to have that family time. And I guess that's, that's really when I started to become a lot more structured, <laughs> I guess. So was that back when you started the membership site or was it even before that? No, it was long before that. So when I left university, I had a marketing company and this is long before the internet. In fact, I remember sending my first email whilst I was at university. So the internet was really in its infancy. So it wasn't an online business. It was a a traditional marketing consultancy type business. So there was only me to worry about. I'd gotten myself three part-time jobs while I was at university and I'd managed to buy a house while I was at university, which is not probably not typical of a student. Right. Um, Yeah. I had this little house and that was really my only kind of responsibility in life, I guess. So yeah, that's how I started that business. It was a marketing company. And then this is a really funny story, actually. What happened with the marketing company is we got a contract to generate some inquiries for a company that sold CCTV systems. This was back when... CCTV was a really new thing. So yes, we got this contract in the marketing company to generate inquiries for a company that sold security cameras. And we were doing all this work and we were getting them loads of inquiries and loads of clients. And I really wasn't very good with credit control back then. And because it was a big contract for us, and I had quite a few employees at this point working for me, I kind of kept just hoping for the best and thinking they're going to pay us, they're going to pay us, they're going to pay us. Anyway, they didn't pay us. They ended up going bust. So we there, I was, I had a business partner at the time and um, he said, oh, this isn't just terrible. We're going to end up going bankrupt because we can't pay the wages and we've done all this work and we're not going to get paid for it. So I said, well, why don't we sell the security cameras? And he was like, you're brilliant you are we don't know anything about security cameras and I was like it's just sales it's just marketing the other stuff we can learn we can find guys to employ to fit the things and let it's the only way we're going to make our money back we've generated all these customers generated all these inquiries the only way we're going to salvage anything from this is to try and and kind of do it ourselves so that's what we did we ended up employing like a salesman who had some experience in that security industry and we ended up employing someone who could install them and we actually ended up keeping the security business for 10 years and um, like that ended up we ended up by the time we sold the business we had clients like Swarovski Crystal we would do their stores around the UK um, Hugo Boss. We used to install the security systems for their Hugo Boss outlet stores around the UK. Good. So, so yeah, it was. Um, there was no plan other than a, a gut instinct. I realised that was a really long answer to that question. Oh, but that is just brilliant, and that is the entrepreneurial mind. There's a problem, and we can fix it. We can. We've got yes. it. Here it is. Let's do it. That's exactly it. I think that if you have that mindset, I think it's two things. I think it's 
always having a positive outlook and always looking for a way to solve a problem. If you can master those two things, you can't really go very wrong in life. Right. That's brilliant. And did you make profit when you sold? Yes. We, by the time um, we sold the business, we were, it was very established and it was actually, we sold out to a company who we were sometimes working with on, on different jobs. So they knew us very well. We knew them very well. I ended up working for them for a year. But then because we'd sold the business and I had a little bit of cash, I decided it was time to kind of find myself and start a family. So that's exactly what happened. That was my opportunity to, um, to have my little girl. And photography had always been a hobby of mine. And that just her being born and being off work allowed me to really indulge in my photography and to learn much more about it. She was obviously my muse throughout that time. And I found this whole world, this amazing world of baby and newborn photographers who are just the most amazing people. They are creative and caring and loving. And I just fitted right into that community, obviously found lots of, lots of them on Facebook and online. And I very quickly realized that creative people quite often don't have the confidence or business skills to, to generate a decent income from their creativity, which I guess is why you always get that kind of cliche of the poor artist who dies a pauper. Right. So with my background in sales and marketing and business skills, it soon became you know, apparent that I could really help these guys out. And that's how I ended up kind of providing business training for baby and newborn photographers, which is the business that I still have. So that's how we ended up right, right there, I guess. The baby and newborn photography network. How, when did that start, that business? That's been trading for, it's probably almost seven years actually now. And how old's your daughter? She is nine next month. Yeah. And then throughout that process, you started fostering? Well, um, I think when I was pregnant with my daughter, it took us a long time to, um, to get pregnant and I had some horrendous infertility issues. So it was a really difficult journey. And once I was pregnant, it became really obvious to me that not every child was as wanted and as loved and as lucky as our baby was going to be. And that's when I started thinking about fostering, which I know seems crazy when you're pregnant with your own child. It almost made it more acute that not every child had that. Mm -hmm. And luckily, my husband is someone who he literally would have our house like Mother Hubbard's, like with tens of children, if you could. Uh -huh. so, oh. so he kind of felt the same as me. Mm -hmm. And when Iris was um, kind of, maybe she was six months old, that's when we started the application process to foster. And it took about a year. And then we were approved when she was about 18 months old. And by the time she was two, we had our first baby placed with us. So, yeah. And have you adopted any of the foster children? No. It's funny because 
find it difficult to explain this without making me sound cold-hearted, but I feel every baby that we fostered, and some have been for a really long time and some have just been for a very short time, I have felt like their auntie. I love them. I want to see them succeed in life. I want the best for them. But I would never want to take them away from their parents. Mm -hmm. I want them to have a mum and dad who feel about them the same way that I feel about Iris. And even though I love them and it's really, really hard when they move on, I still just, I feel like an auntie. I don't ever feel like their mum, which um, I hope hope that explains that because it's hard to explain. Yes, it does. Like you're put into their life for a reason. And then after the season, it's time for them to move on. Yeah. And I always say that, I mean, they all take a piece of my heart with them, every single one of them, whether they've been with me for a couple of nights or whether they've been with me for a year. Mm-hmm. And they all take a piece of my heart. But I always say that your heart is like your liver and you can break a piece off and it just grows back again. And then once it's grown back, you've got room in your heart for another one. Oh, and that's, that's beautiful. Kind of <laughs> that's it is. That's beautiful. So I am, for people listening to the podcast, I'm recording this so I can see Helen and I'll probably drop this in YouTube as well. And so what I see behind Helen is, is that say team planner on your wall? Yes, this is, okay, so there's the big, there's the big wall planner there, which um, I've cleared out actually. But that behind me there is, that is what runs my life. Because when I began fostering, Mm -hmm. I had um, a business, I had a two-year-old and I very soon realized that if I wasn't organized and structured, then everything was going to be affected. And I didn't want to be a bad mum. I didn't want to be running a poor business. I wanted to give everything as much of me as I could. Um, So it became obvious that I needed a structure that was going to work around my family and still allow me to run my business. And that's when I kind of devised my plan to help me stay on track and um, to make it easy to make sure that everything gets done. Because it's very easy when you um, are busy, it's very easy to just um, work on the thing that lands in front of you. And you constantly, something lands in front of you, I'll move that out of the way. Something lands in front of you, my emails, whatever it is. um, And you never really get to the point where you're working on your business, constantly working in your business to get rid of that job that's just landed on your desk. Um, So I realized that the key to being a successful entrepreneur is working on your business. And I needed to make time for that. Um, So that's when I developed my plan, which is still there behind me. That's amazing. I, I, maybe you could send a photo of it later on. Um, yeah. Can you, I mean, it changes a lot. Um, I, I rewrite the plan for myself. Um, like we've just got a baby. Um, he is premature and needs a lot of help. And, um, so I've rewritten my plan because my day looks different 
in the UK, we're in the midst of the coronavirus and um, all of our children are homeschooling at the moment. So again, my plan looks different because the key for me was always, um, I mean, this plan is basically, do you, do you remember at school you used to get a timetable yes. and it would have all of your lessons in and your break times and where you needed to be at what particular time? And that's basically a business version of the school timetable. And what I do first is I fill in the me time. That's the first thing that goes Brilliant. Yeah. Because, well, two reasons really. Firstly, if I know that there's a set number of tasks that need doing, this list here is a list of all of the tasks that need to be done within my business. So it's for the benefit of people on the podcast. It's things like content creation, marketing, social media, bookkeeping, reporting, forecasting, business planning, education. There's a, there's a list of things there. Um, okay, and it's on like an Excel spreadsheet. That is an Excel spreadsheet, yeah. So every day, I, you can see here, it's color-coded for anyone who's on the podcast. Okay, and um, Helen's showing her, her sheet, and I'm noticing that that column that you're talking about is over to the far right-hand side. Yeah, because that's a reminder. It's just a quick kind of guide. That's the key. Okay. So um, depending on where you are in your business, if you are a brand new business, for example, you're going to spend a lot of your time doing your fee earning and marketing activities um, because you're probably not established enough to have admin support or to outsource your bookkeeping. If you're more established, so if you're, week is going to look very different to mine. If you're a more established business, your virtual assistant or your admin support or your employees are going to be picking up some of those fee earning tasks or marketing tasks. And you're going to be spending more of your um, working week doing the working on the business. So, but, but the point is that if you know every task that needs to be done within your business, then you need to find space for it in the week because if it's not getting done, then that is affecting your success. So to go back, the reason that I put my me time into the planner first is because when I fit everything else in around the things that I want to do with my free time, if that means that the only space that I can possibly find for bookkeeping is a Thursday night at 10 p.m., I can see that I've put my me time in there. And I know that if I don't want to do my bookkeeping at 10 p.m., then something's got to give. I've either got to get someone in to do that for me or I've got to give up some of my precious me time. So it's a huge reminder that um, you can't have everything. If you're going to make a choice, then that's either going to affect your home life or it's going to affect your business life. So it's a visual representation of what those choices will result in, what those choices will give you, I guess. When you said that you're homeschooling the kids now, how many kids are you? Well, I only have one who's at school. So, um, and she's nearly nine. So she can work fairly independently, although she does need some help. And I've got to, I've got to give her that time because she needs it. And it's times like this when the plan really comes into its own, because I 
start my day at 6.30 a.m. And my planner goes up until 8.30 p.m. And I divide exactly like the school timetable. I divide my time into chunks. Because I think the other thing is people always underestimate how long an activity will take them to do. Mm-hmm. So they think, oh, I'm going to schedule my social media. That'll take me an hour. Once you've put an hour into this planner and you realize that you're now at two hours and your social media scheduling isn't done, you then readjust and think, right, I need to allow more time for this and less time on the other thing, whatever that other thing is. So the day is very, very structured. And at the minute, it's quite fluid because she needs help with her schoolwork. But usually it would be really, really structured. Does your husband, well, now he probably is working from home, but has he worked from home or? Yeah, he works from home a little bit. I mean, one of the reasons that the, I mean, the Freedom in Five plan really came about because a few years ago I was sitting with a friend and she said to me, Helen, how do you fit everything in? I I just, where do you get the time from? And I said, well, I just have this, it's like a school timetable and she was like oh my goodness why have I never thought of doing this show me exactly what you've done there show me how to do this so I realized at that point that there were perhaps lots and lots of people like her who who needed that help and at the time you asked about my husband Dave he was working away a lot he was away four nights a week so there was times when we would take a foster baby and they would stay for us for two or three nights and then go again, like an emergency placement. And David would come home and not even have met this baby that we've been looking after. So my hands were really, really full. And I remember saying to my friend at the time, you know, I would not be able to cope with him working away and everything that I've got going on. If I didn't have this structure, it's my lifeline. It's not that I want to be the most organized woman in the world it's that if I don't use this, everything just goes wrong. Everything's up and, I, and that makes me feel bad. I feel like I'm being a bad mum. I feel like I'm not running my business properly and I don't like that feeling. So this is, I have to do this to avoid that feeling. It's brilliant. How often do you rearrange your me time? Do you end up going, oh, I need to work extra. Oh, I need to oh. help with it's extra so scratch me time. Yeah. I used to be very like that. And, and I used to think, oh, that's the thing that, that's most easily kind of erasable, the me time. Uh-huh. Um, but actually, I'm now really strict about my me time. When you're the glue that is holding everybody together, it is false economy to not look after yourself because you need to keep it together to keep everything going. And um, so that me time is vital. And I even include in, on my planner, I even put, you know, the school run each day. I count that as my me time. That has to be worked into my day that I'm doing the school run. My break for lunch is essential that I walk away from the computer. And so when I say me time, it's not, you know, me wandering off for a massage on a Monday afternoon. Right. Um, the me time is family time when we cook dinner and sit down and eat together 
that's valuable me time. I had, for a long time, I had a Wednesday afternoon that was just for me because I, I used to go and visit my mum and we would um, do stuff together. That's changed recently, but I'm now pretty good at keeping the me time for me. That's wonderful. So you're very, you schedule everything pretty much. Yeah. I've actually made a kind of freedom in five. The freedom in five plan is almost like a bite-sized version of this because I've realized that a timetable where you are accounting for every half hour slot through the day can be overwhelming for some people. So freedom in five is, is a lot more flexible and Over the last six or seven years, I've developed the plan to make it easy for anyone to accomplish. So the kind of entry level of structure is Freedom in Five gives you an hour a day where you should be doing a working on your business type task. And it's the same task on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's the same every week. And then on Friday, we rotate and we do all of those things that you kind of easily push aside. So things like business planning and brainstorming for ideas, pulling together your email marketing. Those tasks rotate on Friday. So Monday is social media day. Tuesday is content creation day. Wednesday is always education day. And that is vital. You spend an hour on business education. Thursdays is networking day and Fridays is our day where we cycle through all of those kind of working on your business type tasks. Wow, that this is such, um, you know, it just, it always blows my mind because I, I start doubting what I'm doing in this world and the podcast and everything. And then I ask for help and I always get every single person I've interviewed has always come to the table like just blown away like I'm just sitting here practically with my mouth open thinking how much this is going to help so many people including the members of Visions to Profits so I noticed you have two websites then you've got the freedom and five plan yeah and then you've got the baby and newborn photography network.com how do the they tie in together and how i guess how do you make income i know you've got the membership for the the one but how do you generate income from those or how can you help people from those how, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you to work okay, with so the freedom in five plan is something that friends colleagues people who i've mentored have been saying to me for ages you need to get this in some sort of format that people can access and so that's kind of what I did about six months ago put everything on the website outlined the plan I've got a little Facebook group it's not huge and every day in the Facebook group you get the prompt today is social media and it's not just today's social media it's today's social media scheduled your social media you're going to schedule seven posts for the next seven days you're going to have one that's self-serving you're going to have two that are branded you're going to have one that's a personal post one that's a meme you get the it's almost like spoon feeding this you know set this up for the week and then that's it done 
I'm not saying that you can forget about your social media because if somebody comments, you need to interact with them. It's called social media because it's social. But it kind of takes that pressure off you to think, oh, what am I going to post today? I need to think of something quick, quick, quick. What can I do? So at the moment, I am kind of just building up the Freedom in Five plan. All of the resources that are there at the minute in the Facebook group, you get a prompt every day and you also get like a daily planner sheet. I do have one here, which is... My gosh, she's showing me something that's brilliant. It's literally just a sheet which kind of divides your day up into half hour slots. And this is the daily planner for Wednesday. And Wednesday is a business education day. So, and it just reminds you on the planner, it just says, choose a business topic that you want or need to learn about. If you're not sure what to choose, then, you know, ask in the group, we can point you in the right direction. And it's literally saying, choose from a business book, listen to a business podcast, do some of your online course that you bought that you've never got around to. And it's literally, you can just tick off that list. Today, I have done my business education. And I think for me, having that time set aside to understand that something like business education is really, really important to the success of your business is really empowering. So all of those resources are um, daily in the Facebook group. You get, this is the prompt for today. Print your planner for the day. And at the minute, all of that stuff's free. I was just going to say, are you going to say the F-R-E-E word? I yes. think I've just been coached. <laughs> are you going to charge for that down well, the road? Yes. Okay. I mean, at the minute, coronavirus has taken over the UK and, and I am spending a lot of time with my paying members in the Baby and Newborn Photography Network. But eventually, Freedom in Five plan will still have all of those free prompts. And I think that Morally, if those prompts and those daily planners can help somebody's life to go from chaos to calm, then I'm ha- that's my payment. I'm happy with that. If somebody wants more detail, how do I manage my social media properly? What sort of, how can I make sure that my content creation is aimed at my ideal client? Then those resources are going to be paid for premium resources. And, you know, I can teach people how to do that. But lots of people just need that, that outline, that structure to think, actually, I only need to spend an hour a day and it doesn't even need to be a full hour. I can do 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes and 15 minutes. And if I spread that out through the day, that's still my hour. And I think some people just kind of grab that structure and think, yeah, this is, and you'll see if you go and have a look in my Facebook group, there are people there who are saying, oh, this is just a lifesaver. I feel like I am getting more organized. I feel like I'm on top of things. I feel like I'm getting stuff done. I'm not just sitting there wasting time thinking, what, sh- what do I do next? Um, so, so it works really well in that respect, I think. I was just, my brain was going, my mar- little <laughs> marketing brain. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I need to upload those sheets that you like create something like that and put it in my, ma-. and then I'm like, no, I just need to upload Helen into the membership and let the women do what they will with all your material and, and working with you. Do you do one-on-one consulting as well? Not a lot because that's very time intensive. I do have a couple of businesses that I mentor on a one-to-one basis. The Baby and Newborn Photography Network is almost like group mentoring. So 
we solve a lot of specific issues for members in there. I'll spend a lot of time with them on a one-to-one basis in the group setting. So they might ask a question, the whole group can hear the question and the answer. And those members who are in the baby and newborn photography network can also book private one-to-ones with me, half-hour slots. But a lot of time they get what they need from from the membership. I, I tend to give a lot because I guess I'm just that kind of Oh my gosh, that's I'm I'm gonna join the group. <laughs> How can people find the group, the Freedom in Five plan? The Freedom in Five Facebook group is called Freedom in Five Social Club, I think. Wow. That is a lot of you were just the right person to interview for structure. My goodness. Yes, it's called the Freedom in Five Social Club. And if you search for that, you'll find it. It's a really small group, but everybody in there is really friendly and everyone's got a common goal to get stuff done and feel like at the end of the day, they can tick stuff off their list. Wonderful. And I'll put in the show notes, uh, if you're listening to the podcast or wherever you're listening to this, I will put all the links to get a hold of Helen. Thank you. One last thing. How do you define success? Success means different things to different people. I think for me, success is happiness. It is as simple as that. If I'm happy and my family are happy, I'm successful. It's not about money. It's not about how many customers you've got. It's not about the vanity of turnover. It's not about who you know and the name dropping. It just comes down to the simple fact that if I'm happy and my family are happy, then I've had a successful day. Wonderful. Thank you so much for being a guest on, on this podcast episode today, Helen. You're more than welcome. Thank you for having me. All righty. Thanks for joining in. Remember, click the subscribe button, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Have a great day.